I am thrilled at the opportunity to finally play a match that is not in my bathroom. Griffin Newman versus Josh Horowitz, round number two in New York, in Brooklyn. Both New York gentlemen, both undefeated in the undercard. I've got pants. I still have pants that I own, so I can, I can put them on. Sure, why not? I want to get back out there. I want to get into the field. I want to be playing people IRL. And I'm glad that the Schmodown is coming to us to let us both play home field advantage in the city that we know. If you have an opportunity to get to that match in Brooklyn on October 9th during Comic-Con weekend, get there at SchmodownLive.com. To the movie trivia showdown alongside the incredible Steph Sabra. I am merely Mark Baby Carrots Ellis and Steph. The singles tournament keeps on chugling and maybe the most even matchup we've had. We're well, we some great matches, but when you talk about Eric Zipper and Janine the Machine, you talk about two competitors who love competing. They love their fan base. Their fans love them even more, and they're looking to score major points for their respective factions. I know this is the first singles tournament I've really been a part of throughout the season, and I'm living for it, but these two competitors specifically are really exciting to me. I feel like they're two competitors whose their records don't represent how good they really are. Each of the matches that they've had this season, I've been able to see, and they are such such incredible competitors. So to see them go against each other today, I think is going to be really fun for us and the fans at home. Yeah, and this season already, a little bit of connective tissue between the Z-Man and the Machine because Zipper lost a tough match, his only singles match in this season to Jader Paramo. Janine the Machine defeated Jader, but then she lost a tough one to Marisol McKee, but she gave Lady Justice a good ball game. And so either one of them we know is capable of getting hot and going on a run towards the tournament finals. Who is going to emerge from that pack today? How do you see this one shaping up as far as who might have the advantage? Is it going to be swag or is it going to be the stars? I really don't know. It's anyone's game today, but I have to say that I feel like Janine is a competitor that has deserves all the love that she gets and hasn't really had the record that she represents. And it would be so cool to watch a player like her take on this tournament by storm. And I think that she has that fire under her right now to really get that win, especially coming from a really tough loss against Marisol. Yeah, this could come down to that oh-so-precious virtual wheel spin in round number two because we also know about Z-Man. If he gets something that's just a little nerdy <laughs> on that wheel, he could run away with a perfect round number two. So it's going to be an exciting matchup. Before we get to player introductions, we're going to take a look at how we got here right now. Kevin Pollock. And your winner! You played your heart out and you would have beat 99 competitors in the league today. I don't even know what to say to you because you are working so hard. You can't do more. That was one of the best games, if not your best game, I've ever seen you play here. There are so many people watching right now that they've been on this journey with you and you're not done. Your time is here and it's coming and it's so close and it's so tangible. And I hope that you don't forget that. 
the machine has gotten a full upgrade with the stars. And I'm not stopping. <laughs> I'm, I'm not stopping. As if you had any doubt the machine was going to be in this tournament. So, who's up first? You're going up against Eric Zipper, the Z-Man. You know, Zipper's a good player. He's, he was drafted very high. He was drafted in the first round by Winston. It's sort of similar to yourself, I think, in the sense that a lot of very, very close losses, um, some close wins. Isn't he an IG player? I mean, I only ask that because I can't really recall anything memorable he's done in singles. You keep saying this crushing defeat against Stacy, but do I look crushed? I don't feel crushed. I'm not crushed. I'm totally uncrushed. We actually debuted on the same day, so I've, you know, kind of been able to track his his uh, improvement along with my own. I mean, I'm not saying I always get the wins, but you never forget a machine match. The fans always underrate me, right? Like, I TKO'd Paul Preston. I almost took Ethan to sudden death. I hope they give me the respect that I feel I have earned. Like, I know what that feels like. I know what... Uh, a tough competitor looks like. I am coming off two big matches where I dominated and played the best of my career. Anything can happen, but Zips never even sniffed that kind of pressure. But you know what? Don't stop. Keep doing it because it only fuels me. It only makes me want to prove them wrong more. All I have to say to you is this. Congratulations, because you're lucky enough to get the machine on her way up. Steph, that's why we love calling matches, right? It's not just about the competitors. It's about the leaders of their respective factions. When you get a Roxy Stryer, you get a Winston Marshall. They're a lot of fun to exchange post-game pleasantries with. But when it comes down to the match itself, these two managers love coaching and they love winning even more. I know. I love that you bring that up because these two are so entertaining to watch but have completely different styles with their players. I love the friendship between Zipper and Winston. I love the history that they have in getting reunited. Everyone loves a good reunion, and to see them this season has been really fun. And then Roxy really, really believes in Janine as she should, but I feel like she gave Janine the confidence that she needs to be the player that she can be. And we've seen Roxy do that for her competitors time and time again. Have you and Roxy had a chance to meet? I'm not sure if you all have exchanged. I, I really don't. I've seen her from afar. She's pretty cute. Uh, but we haven't gotten that much face-to-face time, hopefully in the future. Well, she's a big movie star, so she might not you know, <laughs> I've talk heard. to us little people. But uh, hopefully she'll at least look in the camera. And then it's kind of like she's looking you in the eye. All right, folks, Wait. we are about to get going here. Steph, you ready to give this match a whirl? You know it, Mark. Then we turn it over to the golden thorax. I'm, I'm told humans don't have a thorax. The voice of Christian Harloff for introductions. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first. Representing Team Swag with a record of two wins, three losses, and one knockout. He is Eric, the Z-Man Zipper. Hi. Hey, guys. Oh, upside down. There we go. <laughs> it is Z-Man focused, at least uh, maybe in mine, not in how he holds his whiteboard. But that's a, we, we can read it either way. We know who you represent and who you love is 
team swag. What has training been like? Because, Eric, now you enter into a situation where you haven't had a whole lot of singles experience this season. You took a tough L in a close match to Jader earlier this year, but now it's tournament time. And as we know, we've seen competitors in the past go on runs deep in tournaments that score their faction points. Team Swag could use some right now. How do you plan on doing that today against a very tough machine opponent? Uh, you know, uh, that is exactly what I hope happens, uh, is that I, you know, get another shot at recapturing my singles magic from the first round of the tournament last year. Uh, I feel like people have already started to forget. I haven't yet had a shirt made up that says I TKO'd Paul Preston, but I'm working on it. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, hopefully, hopefully it's, it's that again. So it would be I'm the excited. hottest selling item for season nine. Isn't that right, Steph? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's true. I love fashion. And let me tell you, that would be fashionable zipper. And I got to say, so. maybe people aren't talking about it because when we bring you up, you're just so lovable. That's the first Aww. adjective that comes to mind when I think about you, but um, you. you make it hard to forget that you also are an incredible competitor. And when you're looking at your competitor today, Janine, how uh, have you prepared to go up against her and what would it mean to take this win? Well, I adore Janine. I think she's an amazing competitor and an amazing person and uh, was actually, I think, the first person in the showdown outside of Winston who I met. She taped her first match the same day I taped my first match. So to me, like our journeys in the showdown have very much paralleled each other. Uh, and as you mentioned before, we are similarly underrated with records that don't reflect how good we are. So I'm just excited for the match because I think it's going to be a blast. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's adorable. Y'all are first match buddies, but it's going to be all <laughs> business because you know that you cannot emotionally appeal to the machine once competition starts. Zipper could even his record at 500 with a big W here today, but in order to do that, he's going to have to defeat his opponents representing the stars with a record. Five wins, seven losses, and three knockouts. She is Janine the Machine. And there is Janine the Machine, right arm, the one that has written down so many correct answers over the seasons. Janine, it's tournament time once again. How does your mindset change from a regular run of the mill singles match, which I know you take very seriously, into a tournament setting when, like I asked Zipper, you could get hot and go on a deep run? I mean, I'm always putting in a lot of hard work, but uh, I do get a little bit more intense, especially coming off two big matches for me, uh, where I kind of put myself on the map for people who maybe uh, didn't see what I could do. So definitely bringing a lot more fire this time and uh, all the heat. Janine, I feel like you're the weekend. You just come out with bangers, but you haven't <laughs> yet won an Academy Award. <laughs> I'm curious to know what the preparation and mindset shift has been for this match today and what the conversation with you and Roxy looked like before we began. Um, really just kind of taking a look at Zip. Like you said, we do kind of have a similar history, but he hasn't really been through what I've been through. Uh, so we kind of take stuff like that into account, really just working with the stars. They've been amazing, kind of putting a lot of energy into uh, getting me ready for this match. Uh, just uh, don't want to give away too many study secrets. Uh, but yeah, really kind of just studying our competitor and going from there. Yeah, I, I do have a question, but just because your manager has been a very busy performer of late, is it still 
business as usual when it comes to training and stuff like that? Have, have people stepped into surrogates or has Roxy been there like we always know her to be? Yes, Roxy's always a huge support when she was away and busy. She was always checking in and making sure, you know, I had what I needed, that I was still in a good headspace. Uh, she definitely uh, tried to do the best she could with, you know, her busy schedule to make sure she was a big support to us still. And the stars always 100% in my corner and always checking in to see what I need uh, when I have a match coming up. So uh, we are a solid family and uh, Roxy is the leader of that family. So it, it means a lot. Two prepared competitors ready for tournament action. Let's get them face to face. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Movie Trivia Schmodown. And man, was it great to see everybody back on the gridiron over the weekend. Lucky for us, that was just week one. There is no better place to get in on the action than DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. And to add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings, head on over to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup now and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple. You just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game, quite like having a shot of millions of dollars in prizes. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash. Download the DraftKings app now and use the code SEN Live. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. That's code SEN Live only at DraftKings. The minimum of $5 deposit is required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hi, Janine. <laughs> hey, Zip. It's good to see you. Your competitors just having a little bit of friendly fun before we actually get to the match. And I can adjudicate Janine's words that it is both Roxy Stryer and Winston Marshall, two of the hardest working people I know. They love naps. I get to take them. And with that, we now move on to the rules of round number one. Eight questions from eight different corners of movie trivia. Schmodown know-how will emerge to the field of competition. As soon as you hear a question, write down your best attempt at an answer. Take a shot, see what happens. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. Just make sure you get it written down in full within our 15-second time limit. Again, each question is worth one point. Throughout the match, you have three usages of the JTE rule, which is your repeat. Use a JT rule. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds to get that correct answer. You also each have one challenge that may be utilized at any point throughout the three-round match. We'll bring in managers. We'll deliver it to our heart's content. And it will ultimately be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place. So we'll start with you. Janine the Machine, are you ready to go here? Let's do this. And Eric Zipper. Z-Man, you feeling good? Yeah, let's go. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Administering question number one. Ladies first, Steph, at your ready, what category are they looking at? We are in the category of mystery. What unconventional 2001 mystery thriller featuring Guy Pierce has characters named Leonard Shelby, Sandy Jenkins, and Teddy Gamble? I'll tell you, it's no mystery how great Steph's a bras, but folks, she's the one person that actually got me to look at Twilight through a different lens on Rotten Tomatoes is wrong. Unbelievable. <laughs> one of my fondest Five, moments. Four, three. You blew my mind, too. 
one. Ben's down. Let's go to you first. Janine, what do you have? Memento. Memento is correct. And Eric Zipper. Memento. Not to be confused with Mentos. Freshness tastes better. Your next question is in the category of crime movies. And the query. Which actor appeared in the crime films Murder in the First, Wild Things, and Mystic River? But you left off a Team Charlie. <laughs> I was Team Bella's dad. <laughs> I, I, I want to be Team Jacob so, so bad. He imprinted. Four, <laughs> three, two. He was painted into a corner. One. Pens down. Let's go to you first. Z-Man, did you have it? Kevin Bacon. He's got a momentary lead. Janine? Kevin Bacon. And just like that, back to a tied ball game. Two to two. We move to question number three in the category of action adventure. Ty Sheridan plays the lead role of a character who goes by Parzival when inside a digital world known as the Oasis in what 2018 sci-fi action adventure film? I think I would definitely rather be a vampire because they age fantastic. And I don't know about the wolves. Like, do they need prednisone when they get like older? And think about the smell that you drag in everywhere. Three. Well, that happens to me anyway, too. <laughs> one. Pens down, and it's Janine first. Uh, ready Player One. Ready Player One is correct. Z-Man. Ready Player One. They are in tournament shape so far they today, are. Steph. The focus is real. All right. Your next question is in the world of famous actors and actresses, where the answer could be Robert Pattinson or Taylor Lautner. Here it is. Which actor is in the following films? Bad Times at the El Royale, Only the Brave, and The Mirror Has Two Faces. Good films here. I love how focused these two competitors are right now. Typing me up, Mark. <laughs> I can't <laughs> imagine what their managers are doing right now. <laughs> Four, three, two, one. Getting that scribbling in under the gun is Z, man. What do you have? I went with John Hamm. John Hamm is incorrect. How about Janine? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges is correct. And with yeah. that, the first lead of the ball game has been taken. Janine, still perfect. Halfway through round one, Z-Man trails her by only a point. Then we move to question number five in the category of animated. Kelly Marie Tran and Daniel Day Kim lent their voices to what Disney film set in the mystical land of Kumandra? I got an animated question for you because I know you keep up with this stuff. That uh, Marvel What If, any good? It's the one that I haven't seen yet, and everyone yeah. is telling me I got to. Four. Sorry, I rely I on you for this. Three. I know. Two. Get on it, coach. One. Pens down, and we go to Janine. Did you have it? Raya the Last Dragon. Raya the Last Dragon is correct. How about Z Man? I believe it's Raya and the Last Dragon. We will accept either. Okay. Answer, and it is correct for both accounts. And so it is one, two, one point apiece for that one. And so we move on to the next category, which is we see a wait in the private chat. Let's bring in Winston Marshall just to be safe. I'm just, I'm just double checking. I mean, it's not like a random article. It's not Raya the Last Dragon as in Raya is the last. It's Raya and the Last Dragon. Raya with the final dragon. Those are two completely different meanings. 
Okay, that's. Do you do you want to officially issue a challenge? You want to talk it over with your competitor real quick? I mean, zip it, isn't it? Raya and the Last Dragon. It is, and it does change the meaning. Uh, I, I'm down with either, but if you if you say we I, go I, for I, it, I, I would say we go for it because this is this puts on the line potentially a, a perfect round. So yeah, I would like okay. to challenge. Then okay, then uh, Roxy, I'm going to give you and Janine a little bit of time to counter with an argument before Steph and I make the ruling. There's no Raya the Last Dragon movie, so there's nothing to confuse it with. So for benefit of the doubt, which includes and does buts ifs which we've seen all season long then we side with the person who is getting the benefit of the doubt which would here be janine which she couldn't be confusing this with another movie because there is no raya the last dragon okay fair arguments both ways we will be right back with our challenge ruling We are back and we have the combination as well as the challenge ruling. And it was an interesting conversation between all of the judges, but we did arrive at a consensus that while Raya and the Last Dragon and Raya the Last Dragon might not technically be the same movie, and it does make a big difference with that. And it also is Raya the Last Dragon. We can presume that it was the knowledge displayed more than enough to award Janine the Machine the point on getting the correct answer. And so... The challenge is overruled. Janine does get the point. All right, so there we are. And it's going to be a tough one now, but it is the category of comedies. <laughs> oh, God. It's a good icebreaker. You know, really <laughs> are the natural. best. <laughs> and your question. Which actor plays Joe Bowers, who is selected to take part in a secret military experiment to put him in hibernation for a year, along with a woman named Rita in the film Idiocracy. And I may be an idiot, but Steph, did you just put on spectacles? Yeah, thanks for noticing, Mark. I love when men notice, notice fashion changes. I, I got more serious after the challenge. I had to read better. <laughs> I, I don't know what the rules are now. Hey, Eric, did you have it? Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson is correct. How about Janine? Didn't have it. Okay, so she survived through five with the perfect round with the challenge rolling, but now she does miss a question finally in round number one, so no perfect rounds here. Steph, question seven. And now we are tied up in the category of biopics. Which actor played real-life individuals in the films Lean On Me and Invictus? For the record, you do look great in the glasses and even better and i hope he's not watching this than christian harloff does oh yeah, yeah i'll awesome, say it man. i'll take it <laughs> four three two one but not quite as well as eric zipper yet uh janine you're up first morgan freeman she gets back on the correct answering train with that one how about z-man morgan freeman is correct and so here is where we stand it is a tied ball game and it is six to six so now we move on to your final question in round number one and it's in the category of the oscars the academy awards that sometimes even has a host your question for a point this 2015 biopic written by aaron sorkin and directed by danny boyle received two oscar nominations in the categories of best actor and best supporting actress I do agree, Zipper probably has the win on the glasses. Thank you. But I needed to read better. So. <laughs> the glasses, not just a uh, fashion accessory. All right. 
four. Duel. Three, two, one. Pens down. And we go to the very lovely, respectable Mr. Zeman. Steve Jobs. He got it for a point, and Janine? Didn't have it. And, you know, Stevan, one of the more impressive turnarounds from having a challenge rule against them, I can recall, Z-Man ends up going perfect since the challenge ruling that went against him, and he now has the lead over Janine. It is seven to six as we go into round number two, the wheel round, the wheel of fate, doom, and justice. Here's how it works. It is the virtual wheel with the fans just love. They're crazy about it. Each competitor gets a spin at it. Once they settle on a particular realm, four questions will emerge from said genre. Each question's worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. It can really stem the tide of the match. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We give you four options, one of which I'm told is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question does recede to one. JTE rules and challenges still in effect. So Zip, you have survived round number one. You come out of it with the lead by one point. So you have the option. Do you want to spin first or defer to your opponent? I think I'm going to defer and let Janine go. He's going to defer like a gentleman. And so we drop out Zip and bring in Janine's manager, Roxy Stride. Janine, I think that because Winston and Zipper have been watching all season long, they know very well that they called that challenge knowing they would lose it to try and throw you because that's what I think they were attempting to do based on every single thing that we've seen so far. Every and has gotten overturned. So what we're not going to let it do is throw us. We won the challenge because, of course, we did. Those are That's in the rule book. And now we're here, and I think that we have to refocus. You've got this. That was a really strong round one. And just because he took a one-point lead, we know very well that means absolutely nothing in the schmodown. So let's spin this wheel. We have an absolute game plan and strategy going into this. I'm so proud of you to this point. And let's refocus into this game and figure out what we're going to do with this wheel right now. Okay, let's do this. And there is the wheel. And Janine... Gives it a spin with her bionic mind. <laughs> see where it goes. Round and round it goes, and it is DreamWorks Animation. So, Janine, you have 60 seconds to decide alongside your manager. You want to keep that slice, or would you like to spin again? Talk to me about what you're thinking. Uh, yeah, I know we talked about this. Um, I mean, I feel pretty okay with everything, so I feel comfortable spinning again. I think that know that we've had one animation question so far, you've hit it. You're very solid in this category, but there are things that we would prefer. So if we end up here, it's totally fine. But let's spin the wheel again and see what we end up with. Also, I don't trust you, Zipper. Anybody who smiles when they're losing or winning is not to be trusted, especially not in a Hulk shirt. (laughs) What about when they're announcing? Is that okay? (laughs) (laughs) Jury's still out. All right, Paul Thomas Anderson is the way the slice goes. So it's four questions in that category. All right, so Zipper is back, and his opponent, Janine, spun first, courtesy of him, and she now has Paul Thomas Anderson movies administered by Steph Sabra. Two points. Remember, multiple choice is available, Janine. Okay. All right, Janine, for your first question in round number two, In the category of Paul Thomas Anderson, which Paul Thomas Anderson film has the line, I am an oil man? There will be blood. That is correct for two points as we move to your second question in round two. 
Which Paul Thomas Anderson film features supporting performances from Benicio Del Toro, Maya Rudolph, and Martin Short? I'm going to go to multiple choice. All right. Is it A, Inherent Vice, B, Phantom Thread, C, The Master, or D, Punch Drunk Vice? Punch Drunk Love. Love? <laughs> um, A, yeah. Inherent Vice. <laughs> that is correct for two, for one point for Janine. Punch Drunk Love was also correct to Zip for a thing. Sorry. Correction. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, can we give Zip some point? It was, it was yes. written differently, so it's not on staff at all. <laughs> oh, just, I'm like Anchorman. You're just reading what's in front of me, man. <laughs> I have stubby fingers, and I'm not the best typist. My bad. Right? We move to Janine's third question in round number two. Who plays Val Dodd, the son of Philip Seymour Hoffman's character in The Master? I'll go to multiple choice. To A, Jesse Plemons, B, Ben Foster, C, Josh Gad, or D, Mark Webber? That is incorrect. Now I'll re-ask the question as long as well as the multiple choice for a zipper. Who plays Val Dodd, the son of Philip Seymour Hoffman's character in The Master? A. Jesse Plemons. B. Ben Foster. C. Josh Gad. Or D. Mark Webber. Uh, that would be uh, A. Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons is correct for a big one point steal for Zipper. As we move to Janine's fourth and final question in round two. How many times has Paul Thomas Anderson been nominated for a best director Oscar? Twice. That is correct for two points. Those wow. being There Will Be Blood and Phantom Thread. Whoo, that was, I, I don't know if that was a guess, but she's she played it cool. But what a big score on that last question, getting two big points after Zipper had just stolen the previous one. So it's 11 to 8 in favor of the machine. But we're going to let her rest in the green room for a little bit and bring in Zip's manager for his round two, Winston Marshall. There is the manager of swag looking a little sporting himself. 60 seconds, sir. Okay, sorry. I had to go get my uh, rebuttal glasses real quick since uh, apparently I I'm just blowing should smoke. I, should I go get my other frames? I mean, No, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. I took some notes. Uh, first of all, uh, Roxy said that the challenge was frivolous. No, as I made in said argument, it is a completely different movie. Raya is not The Last Dragon. And so calling that out just means that I'm calling out the fact that Sure, she knew the movie existed, but did she see the movie? Who knows? Uh, second of all, Roxy said that there was uh, one point makes no difference. Hmm. Well, you just stole for a point, which is now two points. So that's also interesting, too. Uh, that's uh, about all on my points there that I wanted to make. Uh, other than that, Eric, I just want to say my buddy, my guy, my friend, Thanks, you were the world's finest for a reason. And I'm so proud to be playing with you yet again. So Dude. how are you feeling, my man? 
we are the world's finest. It's it's together that this that this works so well, and uh, I'm feeling good. Although you know, it's typically when I feel like I have the lead or I'm doing well that I end up losing. So I'm we're not and uh, we're not thinking about that because there's a couple things I will acknowledge. Four, Janine's three. You know what? Let's spin. We know what we're gonna do with the wheel, so I will impart some advice in that time frame. <laughs> There you go. You do get 60 seconds to decide unless you spin the slice that shall not be named. Let's see what it lands on here. And that is going to be, it's a decade, kids, and it is the 1990s. And I did that without the need of glasses. Thank you, LASIK. 60 seconds to decide. <laughs> okay. So we, we know what we want to do unless you've changed your mind. I was just going to say, just know with Janine. Being that who she is, she is the comeback queen, all right? She did it in the Black Cinema exhibition. She's done it in a number of other matches, so you got to stay on your P's and Q's. So do you want to stick with what we originally planned for this, or you want to you do something else? I think I do. I think I do want to stick with what we planned. Uh, Great. And, and spin again. Great. Let's do it. All right. Always a little bit of a risk. Steph spinning again, but Janine did it. She got a real category, not sliced it. We're not allowed to say out loud, but there it is. <laughs> oh, Once no. right. again, we're not, we're not sure. opponent's choice reards. It's ugly. It's the only slice that gets more FaceTime than Meryl Streep. So we are going to drop out <laughs> Zip and Frag and bring back the stars. All right. You have a decision to make in 60 seconds to do so, Janine and Roxy. He's checking my notes, and I do agree <laughs> with Winston on the fact that you are, in fact, the comeback queen. Queen. All right. <laughs> Uh, talk to me about what you're thinking here. Based on the fact that he just spun off of 90s, I know that that was on our, our radar, but yeah. something else that we, I think, prefer. But how are you feeling, Janine? Um, you know, Zip seems like a kind of a modern guy. So let's give him a taste of some classics. Oh, you think it's time to throw it back? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm sure I agree with you. Yes to that one, Janine. Let's go. This is what we need. Don't forget to pay attention for those steals. Uh, I'm pretty sure you have a podcast that means that you probably are going to annihilate this, so he should be shaking in his boots. Let's go with classics. All right, we are back. And Eric, I'm not sure if you got word yet to your faction. Classics is the category that Janine so kindly chose for you. Four questions are now facing you in that category, each one worth two points. Unless you need multiple choice, just let us know. I will be asking the questions, and here we go. What 1960s musical is known for the line, please, sir, I want some more? Five. Oliver Twist. Four. Incorrect. So for a two-point steal, Janine, I'm going to re-ask the question. What 1960s musical is known for the line, please, sir, I want some more? I believe it's just Oliver. It is just Oliver for two ah. points, and that is a big, big steal that pulls Janine to within one of Zipper's lead. It is 11 to 10, so we go back to Zip for his second question, the category of classics, and it is... Who starred as Benjamin Braddock in The Graduate? Uh, that would be Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman is correct for two points, and Zip gets those two right back. And now we move on to your third question. This is your penultimate query in the category of classics. And it is, 
Who starred in the 1960s westerns Hang 'em High and Paint Your Wagon? I'm going to go multiple on this one. Multiple choice, your four options for a point. Is it A, Clint Eastwood, B, Charles Bronson, C, Lee Marvin, or D, James Coburn? James Coburn. Is incorrect. And so for another steal opportunity, Janine, we go back to you. The question, who starred in the 1960s westerns Hang 'em High and Paint Your Wagon, your multiple choice options? Is it A, Clint Eastwood, B, Charles Bronson, C, Lee Marvin, or D, James Coburn? Clint Eastwood? Clint Eastwood is correct. And that is another steal. Zipper, one last chance to score points in round number two with his final question in the category of classics. And it is. Basil Rathbone plays what famous character in 1939's The Hound of the Baskervilles? Sherlock Holmes. It's a big, big answer there. Closing out round number two, 14 to 10 was the score. Zipper just halved the lead of Janine the Machine. It is now 14 to 12, a two-point advantage for Janine as we head into round number three. Steph, this is the matchup that we thought we were going to see. Completely. Just switching every single round, things are, look differently. Now round three, Janine has the lead, but round two, she was behind. So who knows what's going to happen now? Interesting mix of offense and defense here in this matchup so far. And now we are into round number three. This is the round that will determine the match unless we go to sun death overtime, which I pray and I'm being told we are prepared for. So round number three works as thus. We need some help from each competitor to get those questions you're going to be answering. You just need to give us a series of numbers. We need three numbers from each of you. You may not pick the same numerals as your opponent as each integer corresponds to a unique category of Schmodown mystery. Your first question is worth two points. Your next question is worth three points. Your final question is worth five big points. There's no penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing in round number three. So before we give you... A little meeting with your manager. We do need those numbers. Janine, you're trailing after round one. You find yourself leading by two going into round number three. So you have the luxury of giving us your three lucky numbers first. From one to 20, what feels fortunate? Three, six, and nine. Easy enough for me. And Z-Man. Let's do one, two, and five. That's arguably just as easy. Thank you both. And we're going <laughs> to drop out Z-Man and bring back Janine's manager, Roxy. Three, six, nine, damn you fine every single time. Uh, he, so many things. If it looks like a comeback queen and it sounds like a comeback queen, then let's just call it a comeback queen. I want you in this next round to have no fear going into this. No fear. Because what's scary about you is you've done it all. And you have nothing to lose because you have been everywhere in this game. And it's our journey to the belt, to the end of this tournament. And right now, my money is on you. My money is always on you. But you just did in round two exactly what we knew you could do. And you came back. You took every steal that you needed to take. We gave him exactly what he we knew he was weak in because you have studied your butt off. You know him. You know your stuff. So no fear going into this. Answer every single question that you know. The sexiest numbers that I've seen. Uh, and I'm so proud of you up to this point. And I know I'm going to be pr proud of you at the end of this match as well, Janine. You've Thank got you, this. Rex. Yeah, you've got this. Let's go. Okay, just finishing a couple notes. All right, here we go. Uh, first of all, uh, I think it's very rude for Roxy to point out that Janine is fine and not Steph and Mark Ellis. They are quite gorgeous as well. 
can go ahead and cross that one off. Uh, second of all, uh, just remember, because we started off with the lead, we actually had the room for mistakes she didn't, and that actually worked mm. in our favor. So there you go. Gonna get rid of that point right there. Uh, another thing, she said that she did her comeback queen power as well. Like a nitrous in Fast and the Furious, she used her superpower early. Can cross that one off. Okay, great. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's all gonna come down to the five, so just do what you gotta do, brother. No worries about that, please, because two points really doesn't mean a thing once you get to round three. Gonna cross that off. Uh, yeah. Let's see, we're playing with house money. We've talked about that before. Just do what you gotta do. Uh, and finally, then the most important one by far, and I'm gonna take my glasses off for this because I know we only have a couple seconds. You got your, uh, what, your JTEs. We've already used our challenge, don't worry about that. We have the power of friendship. All right, they just met. They just became cohorts like a couple months ago. I've known you for years, so do your ish. All right. Yeah, I wonder if he actually wrote all those down. Yeah, yeah, you can see all the erasure marks, like right there. You can see there was like the, the line by line. Oh, all right, sir. You've, you've been heard. All right, so the competitors are back set after two rousing speeches. <laughs> ushering their competitors on to victory, courtesy of Roxy Stryer and Winston Marshall. But now it is back to competition. Eric Zipper, Z-Man, is going to be fielding questions asked by Steph Sabra. He currently trails by two. Steph, he selected category number one for his two-pointer. What's he looking at? We are looking at Westerns. Category one. Okay. All right. All right. For your two-point question in round number three. Who received a Best Supporting Actor nomination for his role as the treacherous John Fitzgerald in the film The Revenant? That would be easily the best part of the movie, Tom Hardy. Hot take with a correct answer there. It is tied at 14 apiece. We'll let the internet deal with that comment. But now it is over to Janine the Machine. Janine, we're now tied. So a TKO is off the table, but a victory still well within your grasp. You can start with your two-pointer. You selected number three, and that's going to correspond to the category of the 1990s. And your question. Who plays hitman Jules in the film Pulp Fiction? Samuel L. Jackson. That is correct. And just like that, two of the best supporting performances we've seen in the last 40 years. And now we go back to Z-Man for his three-pointer. Steph, he selected category two. So what's he looking at now? The Z-Man is looking at action and adventure. I like both those things. <laughs> Me too. And for your three-point question, Jason Statham plays a hitman named Arthur Bishop in what 2011 action thriller remake from director Simon West? Five, four. Let me get a repeat, two. please. That's his first one. He has two remaining. Jason Statham plays a hitman named Arthur Bishop in what 2011 action thriller remake from director Simon West? Five, four, three, two. Spencer? 
That is incorrect. The answer we were looking for is the mechanic. Oh, yeah. yeah. The mechanic. Totally forgot all right. that existed. Yeah. So now, all of a sudden, Steph, we're at that moment where Zipper is faced with a five-pointer. He's got a hit. If he gets it, he's going to force Janine to answer at least one more question. If he misses, Janine the Machine will advance in the tournament and face the winner of the match between Mike Kalinowski and Paul Walter Hauser. He selected number five for his five-pointer, coincidentally. What category did he get? Zipper has landed on the category of black cinema for your five point question. Who made their directorial debut with the 1997 film Eve's Bayou? How many repeats do I have? Four, three. Let me get a repeat. Who made their directorial debut with the 1997 film Eve's Bayou? Casey Lemons. That is correct for five points. A big pull for wow. Zipper there. Wow. What? A pull by Zipper. I don't know if that JTE will just bought him the three extra seconds he needed, but he seemed pretty prepared for it, Steph. And so now it is a three-point lead for Zipper. And now Janine, the machine, trails by three. She can just get a three-pointer and maybe we move to sudden death, but she could also hit a three and secure sudden death, but then also has that five remaining for the win. So Janine, it is back to you for your three-pointer. You selected the category of spy movies with your number six and your three-pointer. This could tie the match against Zipper. And it is. Donald Moffat plays corrupt United States President Bennett in what 1990s spy action thriller Directed by Philip Noyce. Five, four, three. Repeat two. the question. All right, that's your first usage of a JTL. We have two remaining. The category is spy movies. And the question Donald Moffat plays corrupt United States President Bennett. In what 1990s spy action thriller directed by Philip Noyce? Five, four, three. I don't know if I'm answering in candidate. Looking for clear and present danger. Clear and present danger. And it is still. A three-point ball game in favor of Z-Man, and it all comes down to this. No chance for sudden death anymore, kids. It is a five-pointer to Janine the Machine. If she hits it, she advances in the singles tournament. If she misses it, Z-Man, Eric Zipper, is going to advance. And this is the kind of competition that Schmodown fans crave in a tournament setting. Janine, you selected Category 9 for your five-pointer. Not sure how sexy the number is on its own, but in that sequence, it is going 
to correspond to the category of musicals. And your question. For five points and the win. You'll find the song, One Song Glory, in what 2005 film adaptation of a Broadway hit featuring Rosario Dawson and Jesse L. Martin? Repeat the question. Four. You still have one JT remaining. The category is musicals and the question. You'll find the song, One Song Glory, in what 2005 film adaptation of a Broadway hit featuring Rosario Dawson and Jesse L. Martin? Rent. And your winner, Janine the Machine. It is Rent. That is the correct answer, 21 to 19 is your final score. Janine, Roxy, the stars advance in the tournament to play the winner of Mike Kownowski and Paul Walter Hauser. What an incredible pull. What an incredible match played by both the machine and Z-Man. We'll let the stars enjoy in the green room for a sec. I mean, this is the stuff that people love the Schmodown for. It's a tournament setting. It's tense. You can cut it with a knife. And it all came down to the last five-pointer. And Janine, I know she knows a little something about musicals. I just didn't know that her knowledge was that deep and impressive pull. Oh, my gosh. I mean, from start to finish, I feel like I haven't been breathing properly. That was such a tense match. And something about Janine makes so many people in this community cry. <laughs> she just gets the emotions running. And something about Zipper just makes you just so happy that someone like him is a part of this community because they are both such excellent competitors and just down to the wire they both did what they needed to do and that was the crazy part just one had to come out on top and today was Janine yeah you know I, I have trouble remembering a match that felt that with that, that there was that much firepower involved where they were just getting correct answers left and right but then it would just immediately turn into a defensive struggle and you're just kind of feeling each other out hoping to not give away another steal but then they both come back and they hit Tough five-pointers. Eve's Bayou and Rent are your two movies that were the five-pointers. Great movies. You all should check them out. And wow, what a victory for Janine the Machine. And right now, we are going to hear from the Machine, her manager, Roxy Stryer of the Stars, with our own Jen Sturger right now. Jen, they're advancing in the tournament, and you got to think they're feeling pretty good about it. <laughs> Janine, I mean, we've said this so many times in post-interviews. Um, you're just one of those players that's record does not indicate the level of competitor that you are. And I would love nothing more. I know I'm supposed to remain unbiased, but I think I speak for so many Schmodown faithful. I would love nothing more for this to be an amazing run for you in this singles tournament, because I feel like it's your time. Yes, that'd be super exciting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, I this is my first time making it to the next round of a tournament in singles. So super, just really excited. <laughs> and against a competitor like Eric Zipper, because let's face it, you're not, you weren't playing a slouch. That was one of those matches that honestly, I'm so sweaty, I'm going to have to blot myself in places <laughs> I didn't know I could sweat. Um, but what at what point, at any point during the match, were you a little... Were you a little scared that round three in particular, for me at least, just because I know sometimes that that's where you struggle. Um, 
Do you think that you got a little nervous after you missed that three-pointer? I mean, a little bit because I, I had that five with Marisol in my head, perfect game up till that five. Um, so it could have been anything. I was I was waiting for another Scott Glenn, but uh, you know, I was preparing for the worst, hoping for the best, just, you know, tried to stay confident. I think in my promo I did, I come for zipper a little bit, but he is no slouch. He's definitely an amazing competitor, definitely an underrated competitor. Um, so I knew I had my work. And just one of those competitors that you have an immense amount of respect for. You guys have both been in the league for a while. You both just have that veteran respect. So I can imagine, I can just imagine the nerves coming into this match, knowing what he's capable of. Yes, definitely. And like he said, we were first day match buddies. We, uh, you know, debut on the same day. Uh, so I definitely have a lot of respect for him. And uh, he played awesome today. So, Roxy, I mean, this is the quietest I've seen you. But also just I feel like I feel like you're the one that's holding back so much emotion right now in tears. It's a fantastic red lip, by the way. Thank um, you, but I, I have to say, like, you must be so incredibly proud of this woman because you've seen oh her God. scrap for every point she's ever earned since she's been a member of the stars. It's ridiculous. Like I, this is even, even the fact that the, the answer, one song glory, like that's Janine. Janine I know. Song glory. Like this is, <laughs> I, I've been saying it this whole time that this is her season. And like, even though I said that early on, she's just keeps getting, this close this close this close so to hear and your winner and like have her the person with the most beautiful voice the person who deserves this more than anybody else and have it be that uh i'm just so proud i'm so impressed she never gives up she never stops fighting no matter if she's down or that is coming off of l's or whatever's happened on the faction or anything like she just never ever quits and I think, I don't think there's anybody else in the Schmodown that I can say that about. She just really, truly, no matter what, not for a single day, never storms off, never backs down, never has a 30 second period where she's like, I don't want this the whole time. She's ne she never ever quits. And that means something and that's going to work. And so I'm just so proud of her. And we got to talk about that round two. We got to talk about that opponent's choice. Was that a, was there a game plan coming into this match for you two? <laughs> you know, where you were just like, that's what we're going with. Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely did our research on Zipper. Um, the wheel had a lot of broad stuff on there. Um, so we did have that discussion. And I do host a classic films podcast. So, uh, you know. <laughs> you were like this is much my round two as it is his round so, two yeah you know, i'm picking for me exactly so i thought there would be a good shot to get some steals maybe and you know i don't think he seemed like a guy who really was into classic movies so you know we took that chance but to, for, for people out there who think that we just won this because we got opponent's choice, because that's always conversations after the times mm -hmm. that opponent's choice end up on there. What I will say is I think they were probably as stoked that we landed on what we landed on as we were that they landed on what they landed on. Uh, because I, I just have a feeling that that might be one of his strengths. And with his steals, we can see that that's something they were excited for, too. So yeah. I, I'm really 
I'm happy that we got opponent's choice, but all, very often you get opponent's choice and you still end up not winning because with competitors like Zipper, who's really freaking good, you just never know. You don't know what he's been studying, what he's been working on. And Zipper is somebody who continues to improve every single game the same way that Janine does. So I'm really impressed by his game today as well. But I, I, I hope that the conversation out there is not about opponent's choice because... I think that that's just the way the wheel goes sometimes, and it could have not gone in our favor. So, like, next round, I know this is the first time for you, Janine, um, yeah. but you're not done here yet. Uh, and believe me, when I say you're not done here, I mean you've got your work cut out for you. You're obviously going to be facing either Mike Kalinowski or Paul Walter Hauser, neither of which is a slouch. And obviously, you and Mike have your history, so this could yeah. get really, really interesting really fast. Uh, what are you going to do to prepare for this match? Uh, do my research again. Um, you know, this would be Mike Machine 3 if this happens. I so. know. <laughs> well, I think I know him pretty well at this point. Um, but yeah, definitely just doing the research on these guys. They are tough competitors, so just putting in the work, the stars will have my back. Roxy will have my back and we'll get it done. So <laughs> does this mean you'll be bringing bread just in case? Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> we might do some bread. <laughs> well, congratulations. Congratulations today again, Janine. Um, always a pleasure to see you in the first interview, just because I, I know we all, we all say it. I feel like so many people in this league just root for your success because we know what you're capable of. And today you proved every ounce of that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jen. Take care, guys. Best of luck. All right. A very focused but not emotional Janine the Machine because, Steph, she's looking at greener pastures, that being continuing to advance in the tournament. Going to be a very interesting matchup regardless of who comes out of that Kalinowski Walter Hauser match to face Janine the Machine, but what a performance she put on today. And she was pushed to the limit by Eric Zipper, who it just sometimes the luck doesn't go your way, but wow, did he put up a fight! Completely. He is such an impressive competitor. Every time I watch him, I love watching what he does. I love watching the attitude he has, which is always a classy one. And sometimes it doesn't happen in your favor, but no one can count Eric Zipper out. I can't wait to see his next match. No, and it's almost like the, the tough challenge that went against him, it's almost like that, in a way, helped galvanize his competitiveness because after that, he started going on a run and getting more serious about the questions, about the answers, and he had a tough round number two. But again, that Eves Bayou pool in round number three was a great one, just came up a little short. And now for an interview with both Z-Man and his manager of Team Swag, Winston Marshall. Jen, we turn it back over to you. Oh, no. Winston's taking notes. <laughs> oh, oh Zipper, stop. Listen, this was one of those matches. This was one of those matches that, look, when I saw it on the schedule, I went, oh, damn, one of them has to lose. Like, I love both of you competitors so much because you both are everything that the Schmodown is about. And again, neither of your records are good indicators of how well you two play. And it's like... Yeah. Someone had to be, be the winner today, and someone unfortunately had to lose. Um, so, tough loss today. Uh, like I said, an amazing five-point pull. Uh, Winston, I'm, I see you taking notes. <laughs> People were wondering. I actually wrote oh. stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll let, you, I'll let you have the floor. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, uh, let's see. First of all, uh, I think this is pretty important to know. 
uh, when they did Oliver, did she say it with enthusiasm? Because there's an exclamation point there. And if she didn't, I don't know if it counted. Go ahead, go ahead and cross that one off. All right, cool. Um, let's see. Uh, people are probably going to question, you spun away from 1990s. Why would you do that? She could give you classics. Well, we had uh, Eric. Why did you do that? We all know at this point. We yeah, all know no, no, at this let's, point. Let's, let's, the let's, second let's, spin is going to be a POTUS choice. I'll tell you why. Because I never get a strength, and I wanted a strength, Jen. I wanted that's it part so of it. bad. That's, that's part of it. We, we honestly felt the well, same you, about 1990s. You got a strength. Wow. You got a strength of Janine's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we, we felt essentially the same about the classics as we did about the 1990s, as we did about another wheel slice on there I don't want to go into. So we were like, if we can shoot for the moon and like make it happen and really blow this out, why not? So I stand by the decision. It's totally fine. Again, we had room for mistakes. So there you go. Get rid of that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, honestly, just hasn't been our year. Let's be real. Has not been our year. It happens. Uh, I mean, you it, had to Janine, write that down. Had to write it down. <laughs> Look, man, Janine. Janine has been on a tear uh, this particular year. I know it hasn't turned into dubs. It was about time that it did, and I'm proud of her for doing it. Honestly. Uh, that being said, for her to be the Black Cinema champion, I saw her shaking in her boots. We don't miss Black Cinema. You saw Eric hit a five-point Black Cinema question. Say something. Swag, mother. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Uh, because she won, uh, she better win the next one for one of two reasons. Either A, because we really wanted to meet Paul Walter Hauser, so that yeah. kind of hurt my feelings that she decided to take that away from us. Or B, for revenge for Chandru and for yourself, since Mike has also just been a thorn in everybody's side. So just deal yes. with his his old ass, and that'll be great. I wish uh, he ends up advancing. Exactly. I mean, he's he's out here been calling Eric all sorts of old racist song of the South names this whole time, and whatever else. I I, I don't know if people know the history of that particular term. The whole zippity. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, and finally, I don't need my board for this. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry, Eric. Um, I'm sorry because we reunited World's Finest under the swag banner this year, and I couldn't bring you a single victory, and I and I hate that. And I know we were close, man. The, the, between the sudden death against Hannah, the the way you and John played against against Danger Zone, the, the way you played against Jader, and then today, this just goes to show how talented you are. And I feel like. This is on me where I didn't do what needed to be done to get you over that hump. So I just want to apologize to you for being so incredible this entire year, man. I really appreciate that. You have nothing to apologize for. That actually does kind of bring me to a, a bit of an announcement that I that I want to make, uh, which is, as you mentioned, I didn't get a single win this year. Um, and so I was kind of thinking about my future in the Schmodown and thinking that if I you know, got knocked out of the tournament in the first round. I don't really know what next year's gonna look like. And uh, after, and so I was gonna come out here if I lost and, and retire. But after seeing the way that I played today, hell with that, I am not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, thank oh, God. I thank God. You got me, bro. I was, I, was, I was all like, wait, if I read the room, bro, put my glasses back on. Oh, what? Okay, I, you completely fooled me, man. Wait, wow. Wow. I almost messed up my eye makeup for you, Zipper. No, Citizen Alert. Wow. Crazy man out here in these streets scaring the sh out of me. All right. I, like, really was thinking about it, but it was so close, and that was so fun. Like, why would I leave? So, you know what? Nah, oh hell with it. I'm God. sticking around. Let's do that again next year. 
Let's Jay, run it back. Let's run Jay, it back, guys. Wrap this up because I gotta go report on a naked man with a machete. This is that's way less scary for my heart than what just happened right now. So sorry. We have a very big machete problem here in Los Angeles. You need to really, yeah, you need to get that under control. Good luck reporting. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Zip. Uh, Steph, uh, how do I say this without being too specific? Uh, multiple body parts were quenched during Zipper's last statement, and I, I did not know what was happening, but I didn't want to hear that he was retiring, and thank goodness he was having some fun pulling our leg. You even see Janine the Machine in the chat saying, don't scare us like that, Zip. No, definitely multiple cheeks were clenched. I am with you on that. I was like, no, no, he's not. No, he's not. Does Winston even know? But... Thank God. This is why Zip is the best and why Winston is also the best. The The list will live in infamy forever. I hope the list comes back when it's worth it. But Zipper really had us there. And I think that would be a major loss to the league if we lost Zipper. So I can I am glad to know that he will be back. Yeah, but and it's also nice to see somebody who even in a loss can take a lot of positives out of their performance. And certainly that is going to be the case with Z-Man. Him and Winston have a lot to build on as they start putting an eye towards next season when, again, as of now, Eric Zipper still will be a valued part of the movie trivia showdown community. And so that is how it breaks here today. Janine the Machine with a rousing victory over Eric Z-Man Zipper. It was a W for Janine, and now she wins the right to face the winner of Paul Walter Hauser taking on Mike Kalinowski. That is going to be a fun match as well. Steph, always great to be joined by you. I do have trivia for you before we get out of here and say goodnight. Are you prepared? Okay. Yes, Mr. LASIK Eyes. Where are we going to be 2015? And also thanks to eating carrots every day. Where are we going to be? New York, October. I just gave away the answer. I have no idea how to ask trivia questions properly. The answer is New York. Okay, which borough in New York are we going to be at in October on Saturday the 9th? Which borough? Which borough? Hopefully some sort of comedy venue watching Mark Ellis. Oh, we'll see. That's actually Thursday and Friday, but I'm glad you brought that up. See, this is why we work well together. I'm going to be in New York Comedy Club. Christian Harrell's going to pop in. Ken Knapsack, Jen Sturger, a number of luminaries in and out of the Schmodown are going to be performing alongside me in New York Comedy Club. That's in the East Village Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday, the big event in Brooklyn is the name of the borough oh, at the Roulette is, Theater. Coast term. I'm, I'm getting the hint. Yeah. There's there's five boroughs in New York, but when you're an out-of-towner like us, it's just New York City. And we are so thrilled to be back east in the Big Apple for some of the most raucous Schmodown fans you would ever want to meet. Two epic matchups there. You might be able to score some last-second tickets before we sell out at the SchmodownLive.com. Then we have the big event in December, downtown Los Angeles. We don't have to hop a flight for that one, Steph. That is going to be at the Globe Theater for the Schmodown Spectacular in early December. Tickets available at the Schmodown Live as well. And last but not least... Where am I right now? You guessed it. Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm telling jokes all week at the MGM Grand. You can get tickets at markellis.live. For Steph Sabra, I'm Mark Ellis. Janine, Eric, Winston, Roxy, and our entire Schmodown crew here at Skybound. We thank you for watching. Continue with the tournament. And Steph and I will see you all very soon.